0: Welcome to Being Community Radio. Today we have a special episode for you. And my wife, life partner, is rolling her eyes. I don't know why, but it gives you an idea of what's coming up next. It's been, we've been together for seven years and this is the first time we are doing a podcast together. So as far as I'm concerned, this is the first podcast ever worthy of listening to. And if you think I'm wrong, just stay tuned, and you'll see for heal for yourself. <laughs> today we are <laughs> we have Peter here to make sure that we are going to behave. You guys know Peter, and then of course Sam in the background. No Mike today. He's going to just uh, pretend to be engineering the show, but it's really just on Google News. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> today we're going to talk about the what it's like to be in the work, uh, what it's like to come into a spiritual community, to do spiritual work, to uh, be involved in the work of expanding consciousness. I've been talking here on the mic for about over a hundred hours, probably. So I'm gonna try not to do too much, except cue Carrie in She's rolling her eyes again. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so you just, you know, we're talking to you, community members, friends. We've been working with you for the past four years or so little bit over 500 people and we you are our teacher and that's the truth and we are here every week to support you and remind you and be a resource of really rem- to continue help you remembering who you are what is the work we do and so on and so on so for you care bear carrie what what's what's the work what's the work what are we doing here
1: mm, um Expanding, expanding, getting into a a heart place and knowing that it's possible to live life joyously. Yeah, yeah, that we can care about each other and we can really make it our dream. Yeah, together. Yeah.
0: When you say knowing, what do you mean knowing? Knowing mentally, physically, spiritually?
1: there are many forms of knowing right
0: how has it been for you how does how is, does it translate in your life and for us we met in Venice Beach mm-hmm. seven years ago in a restaurant mm-hmm. and now we are you know a uh, very non-hippie hippie couple who runs spiritual gatherings of sorts we co-lead we uh, different roles in a community and we have been really kind of—I can't say stumbling through it—but this. When I met you, you were working in a, in the restaurant business. When you met me, I was working behind a computer, and now we are uh, guides of sorts. We are—we hold space for other people to find that possibility or to really experience the heart opening that really is the foundation for making dreams come true.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For people who just, for example, you know, the people who just worked with us over the last weekend. Okay, so just let's think about them. So people just met us, and they went home, and their hearts still open. What can we tell them? What can we tell them to expect? Well, what what is theirs? You know, let's let's talk to them.
1: Expect a contraction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and things come up, and it feels, for for me, my experience, um, it goes to sometimes a tight, compressed space that doesn't necessarily feel so good, and what the work then becomes is getting to that expansive place, and that can, that can be done in many forms. It can be done through the body, it can be done through the mind. We have different tools to get us back to that place in our heart that that just feels more expansive. It's a different it's a different state.
0: Well, speaking of contractions, I've heard you say over the years that you actually prefer not being in your heart because when you get in your heart, you s- you, get you, you come to a vulnerable place and. So let's talk about that.
1: It it can be difficult to navigate the emotions and to not get swept away in the storm of that and get lost within that for me. Um, And being able to utilize my mind to get into a more expansive place then where I'm not, it's not only myself that I'm feeling, where Mm. I can make more connections and see larger patterns that are going on and not take things so personal. Mm
0: -hmm. So, essentially, in a contracted space, there is maybe, there is a sense of, there could be a sense of safety too, Mm. where you're not feeling as vulnerable, but at the same time...
1: It's a a place of protection, for Mm. sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And which is where we come from, mm-hmm. right? I mean, most of the suffering and chaos and misery that people come in with and people really just, it's, their, it's our life's experience for the most part, or at least has been in our society, mainly because uh, we are, we've we all been hurt. There's a trauma, there's a heartbreak. There's a, We have been promised either by our teachers, authority figures, society, schooling, that there is a... There is some kind of a life that we are guaranteed to get there if we do work, if we go to the right school, and if we take the right amount of student loans, and yet we come to a place where we find ourselves really chasing chasing something that's outside of us. And so many of us coming into this work, really their first experience is that we are good enough, right, that the heart is the foundation for freedom and yet it's just the beginning. It's really, even though sometimes I say it's the beginning and the end, because the heart serves as the connection to everything else. You know, it, the show, right? This specific podcast, we call it the journey after the journey, because we know people who are listening are people who are involved in spiritual work, and we have had our epiphanies, we had a aha moments, and one of the things that I liked when we talked about the show today, Carrie talked about how this work is not all love right it's not all uh, what is it puppy dogs and ice cream well what's the that entertainment works. show that
2: works
0: <laughs> there's a lot of going through this sh- you know integrating the shadow is a real term mm-hmm. what do you have any experience with that i mean I, no seriously like what is integrating the shadow for you
1: Mm. well it's first becoming aware of something of a pattern of something that's there that just doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good you know something is off it's not necessarily for me it's not necessarily who I want to be and it's still a very real experience and just becoming aware of it is the first piece and then realizing that to make a different choice and yeah
0: it takes, is it knowledge, courage, support? I mean, you have had a very pr- interesting journey within this sort of work because you came on, we came on pretty heavy. We we were participating quite often. Mm-hmm. And then you got pregnant and you really haven't done it regularly, this sort of work in four years now. And now you're coming back. Mm-hmm. So in some ways you are experiencing You know the same thing as most people coming in that's why this is kind of a perfect episode for people to know what to expect and like you said the contraction is real Mm -hmm. now the contraction is metaphorically physically emotionally spiritually right It's, it's in every way for you you say you experience it in a place of tightness a place where you you're not making decisions from a heart open place or you just don't see them as Possible as you would have liked them. I mean, that's what it is for me. I, I feel when I'm contracted, I just don't see possibilities. I just, I mean, at the extreme, it's the depression, giving up, uh, just feeling physically ill, and so many times even worse than you did before because you already saw a glimpse, you had an aha moment. It seemed to be so easy and so natural and such a gift. I mean, this should be a given. Mm-hmm. And yet, we go into our lives after our retreat, after the ceremony, after the workshop. And pfft, it's difficult. It's really, really, really difficult. Well, Peter, I want to Band
3: The band-aid is off, so to speak,
0: right? Right. Do uh, you have any experience with contraction uh, since that's the first segment? I want to. F- sure. I wanted to follow up from <coughs> uh, what Carrie was
3: saying. It struck me that... The way I heard what Carrie said about a shadow was that she felt something that didn't feel good and then looked at a pattern and looked to make a change. From my experience, um, talking about people's experiences with lots and lots of people, that's a a pretty... That's that's amazing. To me, that speaks of a sensitivity on your part that you could even have a feeling of something. I, I think for a lot of people... They look at an area of their lives that seems to be repeating itself, and they say, I don't like this, and they do a mental backtrack of what is this pattern? Why am I exhibiting this pattern? Okay, what wound or shadow action is coming out of me in the way that I'm thinking, in the way that I'm speaking, in the way that I feel about myself? Um, it's, I just haven't heard it said that, uh, I don't. not skipping a step, but kind of that you could the feeling of it directly it's interesting we all we all have our way with it
0: um so it's a it, it, it's a sense it's the awareness right that if you feel something and you don't like it yeah then it tells you it's it's basically basically you're you're being guided by your feelings
2: mm-hmm. right you yeah. being and
0: regardless of if they're right or wrong they're still what you feel is true right and
3: ultimately that is the gift of beginning taking the brave step to enter this work that your feelings are going to become more apparent to you whatever they are and it's the consistency and the bravery and the not giving up over time where we learn to navigate and know that it isn't the end of the world when we have a terrible day or we say a terrible thing Mm -hmm. uh, or we realize how hard we are on ourselves it's Oh, it's okay.
1: Yeah. No, the softness and the compassion is what then transforms something. Right. Yeah.
3: Right. Thank you. As a second thing on on your description about doesn't feel good, notice a pattern, change it. Well, inside inside and around that process is a whole uh, journey of self-care and embracing and not castigating oneself and not... Mm -hmm and and getting to know what this relationship is that we have with ourselves and ultimately that's adding the compassion and Mm -hmm. the embracing to that right
1: Mm -hmm,
0: definitely well we'll be back in a minute we'll talk about how long you know how long you can expect Mm -hmm. to to change some of these patterns and to actually experience more flow in your life
4: Are you concerned about epilepsy, autism, or diabetes? Are you interested in alternative treatments, the impact of health, or new therapies? Then tune into my show, Frank About Health. I'm Frank Harrison, the host. Tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc, where you learn more about these illnesses, treatments, the social impacts, and create a dialogue with each other. That's Frank About Health, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio 24 hours a day
2: Picking up the pieces From this game Called life
0: And we are back supporting, supporting you, supporting us Helping us remember who we are Helping us remember that the work we are doing together is sacred Spiritual work, expanding our consciousness Becoming more aware of life's intelligence and possibilities Has a lot of amazing moments It's full of moments of awe, beauty, gentleness, softening And what we were talking about in this episode with carrie and peter is right now we're talking about the contractions how just like life everything is there is an on and an off a yin and a yang a ebb and flow so does every movement has the direct and opposite contradiction
1: that is what creates the movement
0: the contradiction itself the, the law of polarity
3: that is what creates the movement. Yeah. <laughs> the fifth uh, in the center of it all. The fifth way. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie came in with the deep wisdom before I could add to your list and say day and night. You know, she, she does it. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's what she's here. That's right. I mean. The fifth way. The fifth way.
3: <laughs> the four, uh, the four um, directions, the four elements, and uh, us as our
0: consciousness in the middle. So becoming being aware of the movement really allows us to be present to the creative force in our life not being addicted to the highs and not being swept away by the lows and really being able to navigate that's mastery navigating consciousness
3: the contraction is natural and necessary it's um where we spawn our growth from can you share your rubber band metaphor? Perfect time for that, right? We go into a, I guess I'll do it. Um, heart opening, heart expanding experience. Before we had that experience, our rubber band was as it was. Once we've had that experience, we the rubber band stretch. When it comes back, it doesn't go back to its previous size. It's It's been stretched, it is larger. And it also, must come back to a unextended uh, uh, version of itself,
0: and we expand consciousness. So, consciousness is where we make meaning, right? It's where meaning making, storytelling, like the 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 essence of storytelling, the, the generation of meaning making itself happens through consciousness. That's what consciousness does. So we expand. It's like being able to zoom out. We zoom out. We see more possibilities. More possibilities we see our connection we feel our connection we feel the oneness with life we we go around the wheel of the experiences and that's only our consciousness now the rest of our physical system nervous system emotional system mental system has to catch up and what feels like a contraction actually is it's the contrast is what you're feeling so giving it like time for the mental patterns to repattern themselves for the physical body to catch up and I say catch up like it does it automatically it doesn't we have to take care of ourselves we have to take extra care of ourselves and we walked from the house 30 blocks over here and I just had this thought how you know I see most people sitting down eating in restaurants and I remember the days that I wouldn't really think about what I'm eating and I can't even imagine it now, not because I'm so spiritual, but because it would really make me sick. Uh, it's That's because you got so <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's because the body can only take so much. But most people, or in the past, you know, we say mo- uh, most people had the tendency to, we just to be numb, so we really don't feel. So for the short term of stuffing our face and eating, and it feels good because the body at least feels something. And we really just ignore what it does to the body. And then we stuff ourselves with pharmaceuticals and liquor and alcohol and all that. Just a continuous numbing, which is the exact opposite of what happens when you start doing spiritual work. You feel again. And feeling again isn't all that fun. Is it, Carrie?
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but then that, that can become the play.
0: The awareness the
1: well the acknowledgement getting there but then to make it fun to make it play and that's how something changes Mm. more easily it doesn't have to be something forced then there is a more natural flow to it
0: I can appreciate that I I do because I find myself we've had a lot of crazy stuff going on in our life in the past seven years definitely in the past two years a kid, whatever, we can get into it and today and many <laughs> other podcasts. But I do have this place in me, even through the storms, that I have an appreciation. I have this observer within me that's even you know, at the worst of it. Except those times that I wig out and I want some attention because that does happen. Because I just can't take being so cool anymore. But for the majority of the time, it's what you're talking about. There's, I have this this uh, pleasure of the self-awareness like it is a game even mm-hmm. even when the entire world is it seems like to be uh, crashing on me or trying to push me out or doing whatever or trying to prov- prove me wrong there is this you know some it can feel uh, like a playful trickster or consciousness uh i don't know something that's just I'm like, I'd rather feel this way than numbness. I'd rather feel and mm-hmm. become aware of my shadows, my wishes, my dreams. I, I like to know the boundaries. I mean, I don't really, I, I, I can't say that I like to know the boundaries, but I know the boundaries mostly by pushing them.
1: Yeah, you like to push the boundaries.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know how else to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can read it in a book, but... that's not an experience. It's not an experience. Mm-hmm. Could be, you know, just the Peter is another Aries. Could be just the Aries sign. You know, it's f- first one. It's a pushy sign. It's a pushy sign. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, I enjoy it. I trust myself personally over the years to push and know that it's fine. I'll still, I'll still hold the the larger container, my soul, my consciousness, whatever it may be, will hold. The, the ensuing chaos or mess.
1: Have you experienced a difference between an outward push and an inward push? Oh.
0: I, I think that right or wrong, uh, I definitely, I just wonder what comes first for me. Uh, I know in the past, it used to be more of outward pushes first, just to kind of experience the inward push that would come afterwards Mm -hmm. and my work would be to stand up for myself and to just really hold steady and now i'm realizing recently that i don't have to do so many outward pushes just to do my work inside i can actually do more work inside first and then watch my outside world kind of change on its own without me having to push it Mm -hmm. But that's a brand new realization i'm having
3: you <clears throat> welcome to ninjahood <laughs> because that that's the higher way
0: well, I think before it was more I would find myself in such corners I would have to throw like these uh what do you call those grenades that don't yeah flash the flash grenades I would throw flash grenades, so myself people around me to kind of go Whoop. let's see let's see where we really are because part of This work is we say that you will, you know, break to pieces for one purpose only. So you can put yourself back together Mm -hmm. with support, Mm -hmm. with community, which is Mm a big difference. Uh, And now, as growing up, I'm noticing and I'm saying, hmm, well, let's let's look at, uh, knowing what I know about myself, how can I throw some of, I don't have to throw grenades, I guess anymore except pushing myself like those those inward pushes that you are speaking of but we'll see as i said that's a pretty new experience for me
1: Mm. well and it it does seem that self-awareness arises from relationship
2: Mm. yeah Mm -hmm.
0: it starts with the relationship to ourselves it really does. Everything is, in, I mean, everything is rela- is in relationship to ourselves, mm-hmm. and then we discover that we're not alone here. So the best way to learn about yourself is, I, the only way really to learn about yourself is in relationship with relationships mm-hmm. to others, and it comes in kind of funny forms. I mean, we've been together for seven years, and I feel like we are starting to have now what i fantasized about seven years ago if you have told me that seven years ago i i don't know if i w- I, I don't know you know it's a w- it wouldn't be a script that i would want to follow but my soul knew my soul knew that the best way for me to learn right now is to partner up with you that's it's always been it's been knowing inside myself all along mm-hmm. uh, w- you know, fortunately and unfortunately it depends on the day we are so similar that learning about how much i cannot change you learning how much there's nothing i can do like like you're not going to grow because of something i'm doing or saying like i'm not going to teach you anything the best thing i can do well come on We've been that for seven years. I think you told me once you learned something from me. That's
1: not true. That's not true. I definitely learned stuff from you. That's
2: good.
0: <laughs> the point is, where I come from, I would want the flattery. I'd want the validation. Uh, with you, it's got to be really real. Right? Yes. Like you're like an Aries' worst nightmare. <laughs> 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 and best fantasy to the real part. For growth? Yeah. Yeah. For growth? Yeah. Right. Getting right. over
3: ourselves? Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. For short term validation
3: Enjoying the part of yourself You're afraid of Yeah (laughs) Right
1: Well you know it's sincere
0: Yes That's true And earned (laughs) (laughs) And earned (laughs) Uh, There's no uh, And yearned There's no pitching Going on in the house Well Maybe for my part Well
3: The H man knows How to pitch for something Everyone likes a good pitch
2: (laughs) 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 See
0: now you know She's been together With me for Seven years (laughs) So, yeah, sticking to it and having, again, what's sticking to it? It's a place, uh, being, committed, being committed to the place of support and care and love, but from an expanded point of view, because I know in many years you want a different kind of care for me. And as far as I was concerned, even though I didn't really understand it, I knew in the big picture, I'm your partner. And that's a, that's that's something that, you know, perhaps. It's the heart opening, the places in myself that I feel like we have been connected, more than a rational place.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: <laughs> From a place of, uh, just a knowing, like a deep knowing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And ultimately, you are. We this is all happening inside ourselves. This entire experience and everything develops in two, everything develops in pairs and more, but it starts with two. And I think at some point I realized that uh, if I'm going to do my work, I may as well do it with you.
3: (laughs) You You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
5: Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself?
1: Well, then you have come to the right place because the Rob and Callie show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone. And now we're bringing it to the radio.
5: So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 830 on talkradio.myc. And
1: that's Eastern Standard
4: Time. So join us. Talking alternative radio twenty-four hours a day. Oh how I
2: try to bend and break these rules of mine. Almost giving up cause I never saw an end inside. Been waiting for A
0: chance to break free Alright, so what'd you say? I said ask questions. Who, me? She wants to ask questions. Let's no. go, what are we doing? I said ask her questions. Ask every question? No. What's been the
3: That's behind the scenes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the behind the scenes it's production funny. value of...
0: It is true, we wanted to do... A sh- talking uh, with Oria. W- we wanted to... Do, uh, oh, being with Oria. Uh, <laughs> That's the original name of this podcast. (laughs) I was curious what kind of reaction I would get for saying that. (laughs) We're waiting for Carrie. It's been, you know, 100 hours of podcasting time just to get us to do a podcast together. And while we want to give people tips and advice on how to survive their first few years of (laughs) doing spiritual work, they can get a lot out of just listening to us and observing us. We may not be able to do it all in one podcast. But it's a good practice for us mm. to uh, share.
1: Support is nice. Yeah. Th- it's beyond nice. Like it's a necessity. Um, and, and space, allowing someone to space to go through the contraction. Um, mm. <sighs> you had we a pretty we, we crappy,
0: we crappy morning. Oh, <coughs> was it yesterday? yesterday? I, don't I believe it was. Now. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday, for sure. Did I give you space? Yes, yes. That's
1: good. Yes. Yes. The, the space to be able to express it and, and go through something without judgment, without trying to fix something, but just for it to be aired out in a
3: way. How did I do? And Pretty then good? it can dissipate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. it can dissipate when it has the room to be like, yeah, like, like yeah. a sheet aired mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. not someone catching the dust and bring it back. In. No, no, no. Just yeah. let it out. Let it go. Yeah. When it's
1: kept inside, then it just sort of festers. Right. That doesn't really help much.
3: Mm. And the fixer doesn't, isn't really, wo- isn't really asked to be there, isn't really what's being asked for. The, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the space holder and the, mm-hmm. the porous. Let it go through. Let it go through. <laughs> and out. Uh,
1: and, and, and it can be difficult with, um, with intimate relationships to not be affected by someone else's contraction. Um,
0: Unless you have a lot of vested interest.
1: It usually happens. <laughs> you know, it, well, I mean, it happens anytime you really you, you do care about someone. There has to be a certain resiliency um, in knowing yourself and in knowing someone else to <gasps> then allow the space and know the pattern so you can remain at your core.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely know that I'm getting better at it. I mean, I'm able to sit there and experience it and go through my own rides internally and of course I find places in me that I want to defend myself especially when it's pointed at me. Uh, It's natural. You know, fix things, prove you that you shouldn't be feeling so bad because things are already fine or things could get worse because the way you're experiencing Mm -hmm. but...
1: Yeah, that that's must be one of the silliest ones The proof of a feeling When you have to go into reasoning a feeling And explaining a feeling And it can be done But it's, it's, it's a lot of mental work It's called like manipulation m- Mental gymnastics there
0: Yeah mm-hmm. uh, People do it all the time Because people have a hard time with Watching the other person squirm or suffer Especially if it's uh, pointed at them
3: And even when it's not, particularly in an intimate relationship, people feel like whatever at whatever level of even small levels of codependence or seemingly non-existent, you share that energetic. And how can can this not have something to do with me? Mm -hmm. It's talk about the trick trickiness of getting over ourselves and being, like Carrie said, to be on that core. It's okay. Hold the hold hold the hold the larger container. Yeah, and and trust their words, right? We don't trust what the person is so clearly telling us. Mm-hmm. It's it's understandable.
0: Everyone gets very, uh, you know, we get very, or we get very, very vulnerable. Something that helps me was I have it in my head what you believe is true, and when I watch you, Carrie, go through a contraction, and whether it's a contraction, post an experience, or something triggers you whatever it may be to really remind myself that no no matter whether I agree with it or there are more possibilities or there's such a zoomed out perspective that you can't have access to what the heck is going on here I know that while you're experiencing whatever you're experiencing what you believe is really true and it doesn't really help that if I point out hey you should be feeling something else you should be feeling better Mm -hmm. and to realize that so many times We've we just got to let people, I'm going to let you, really air things out, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like, I can't wait for this to be over. Just just please, just hope tomorrow morning will be better.
1: Right? And I'm, I'm like, thinking the same thing. Like, I want that the same experience. And just seeing that we, we can have a completely different perspective or, or experience of the same event, and that mm-hmm. your experience is true, and my experience is true as well, and then what what becomes the thing to do there is to be able to meet
0: right and Mm -hmm. in our case you know and it's good advice for people you know meeting is just knowing also when to stop right like
1: well there's a certain aspect of of letting go and trusting definitely
3: right
0: yeah holding a container and then i mean at some point we were just like all right that's enough like what's on netflix <laughs> no we just yeah. didn't want to just did not we, we, we we've been doing this now for <laughs> about two months mm-hmm. <laughs> back and forth mm-hmm. and we know we we know our flow mm-hmm.
3: to meet right and and so both mm-hmm. are true mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah. and then as, as you guys were saying that I, w- I was struck with the goal there being let's get over the idea that there's a problem here there isn't a problem here just because we have had different experiences. Guess what? We're different people. Mm-hmm. And as you were saying, it, I was thinking, wow. And, and then almost definitely not at the moment and probably not that day, but as those event, those um, occurrences build, you know, we maybe develop uh, a new level of curiosity about the other. I we said, well, interesting. What do I know about, what do I think I know or mm-hmm. feel that I know about them mm-hmm. where they were, where that, they, that they took on that shape with that experience. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did I did I learn something? Is that yeah, connect
1: with other things? That's a great yeah. point. Can I? Well, the the background knowing knowing the history or where something stems from, also right, like oh, right creates a fuller picture, and it definitely leads to a place of compassion and understanding. Right. For the way someone else is describing their experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through the lens that they're seeing it when you know when they're coming from
0: right
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean I get to know you the most through the contractions <laughs> no for real yeah yeah because you may have thought that I know who you are or where you came from because of things you told me or hinted at over the years mm-hmm. but I, I had no clue it was it was literally through the contractions and seeing the patterns yeah. like hearing you say the same things maybe in different names or different times and When I stop making it about myself and try to fix it, I'm like, okay, this is where this person, where Carrie is coming from. These are the dark corners. These are her insecurities. These are the places where her worthiness or lack thereof stems from. And it becomes a real, it's sacred grounds. It's sacred grounds to know where your meaning making comes from. Not all of it, but just because it's it's... it's not expressed all the time thank God mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not real it's mm-hmm. very very real so much of the lovey dovey puppy dogs mm-hmm. ice mm-hmm. cakes popcorn yeah. popcorn things it's actually a lot more made up than we would imagine mm-hmm. because you and I at least me as a positive kind of guy I have the tendency to always put on the best face forward and we just we're so used to it that we do ignore some of our deepest deepest fears and doubts and mm-hmm. insecurities that sometimes only come up like Peter said through the necessary contraction mm-hmm. the contrast mm-hmm. you don't know you know with th- these gatherings that we host my th- my favorite time it's not really the funnest time my favorite time is learning about people when i experience their opposite when i experience the opposite of the happy moments because that's when you know where a person comes from that's where you know what's really going on there it's very easy when everything is fine and happy
1: that's where you can see where the the sort of the energetic kink is and the place that needs the flow
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. You say energetic kink again.
3: <laughs> I, I thought, <laughs> <laughs> how does he let, gonna let this go by? <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't. Of course not. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's right. You took a breath at least before you. You let her take a breath after. <laughs> that's good. The energetic kink. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, which needs flow, which needs breath, which needs love, expansion, love, suppo- support
0: from awareness, acknowledgement. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Carrie was fighting for years for some acknowledgement. I was like, what? What is she talking about? Mm she's talking about that what is she talking about exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know and uh, you know how about the places in me you know that need acknowledgement that I played so cool for so long Mm -hmm. that's why sometimes I like today I had a tough day right Mm -hmm. I had a tough experience with someone where I felt rejected and uh, refused and all that stuff and I, I actually played it worse than I actually felt throughout the day because uh, it's like one of them—the only chances I get to get some like acknowledgement for how hard it it is to be me, even though inside. Well, go ahead. It, yeah, it didn't feel as bad as it, uh, did, it didn't feel yeah. as bad. It's like, it's like right on time. I you know, know exactly what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> it's normal, but I have the opportunity to right. like look serious now. Yeah,
3: I, I, I've been telling the story about losing this four-foot box of all my belongings from my last theater gig. And I'm realizing it's just fun to tell the funny story, but there's a little bit of like telling someone the reaction is so big. The truth is, when I talk to you know, when I heard it with Don, I was like, I had no reaction whatsoever. I was like, huh, yeah, yeah, eh. all right. Yeah,
0: especially <laughs> funny when things happen that they're kind of right on time, especially in this kind of work. Like things fall apart, mm-hmm. things break down, things shift. I've never experienced so much of the when one door closes, another one appears. Mm -hmm. So many things are happening. And go ahead.
1: Well, I just, I I feel like that can be something with how close to the core it is. Hmm. When, like, how deep it really penetrates.
3: What's the it? uh, How deep what penetrates?
0: Kinks
1: the the wound the heartbreak right. whatever it is that that doesn't feel good that was right. an unpleasant experience how somebody.
3: fundamental mm. it would seem to be mm-hmm. by how much of our life we're living mm-hmm. from it like its own planet mm-hmm. we don't want to overstate it because we're all this is what we're in the process of releasing but how fundamental mm-hmm. it, it, it when the fundamental the fundamental place
0: the fundamental place where it sits. Mm. Yeah, it's important to acknowledge it. Actually, if you know those kinks, if you're aware of your kinks, if you're aware of where you get thrown off, if you're aware of your contradictions, if you're aware of where you feel guilty, where you feel shame, actually, that is the gift of growing up. Uh, I'm, the, more rela- the, the more intimate I get in my relationship with myself, with you, with the community the more honest I am the more I become aware of those kinks mm-hmm. there is a sense of freedom I may not be able to free myself from the patterns so quick or as quick as I want to and we I don't may. have to right? because yeah. the acknowledgement is its own comfort
3: and we live with it and we, uh, we notice it and we go oh there it is again
0: right yeah it isn't this emergency it's a process and that process we said we're going to talk about time you know it's uh, years that's right but in the face of millions of
3: years of evolution a friend I brought into the work after the first experience said to me you know or you said it's going to take like at least three years and I looked at her and she looked at me and we both smirked we go yeah, that's not really that. that's not that long that's not that long considering what we're talking about you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network
5: Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com
3: topic when you were talking about being an optimist, being positive, putting a positive face forward, also an Aries trait, I thought of a uh, quote from um, a playwright, John Patrick Shanley, amazing playwright. If you Facebook friend him, he'll say yes. He writes his dreams and natural poetry every day, and it's amazing. And he wrote something a few weeks ago talking about creative projects, but it's anything creative, which is, beware of... um, enthusiasm that looks that's maybe a little too enthusiastic it's often masking desperation and i I say that uh, to those in the community who might be frustrated or annoyed or quizzical about uh, those walking around with a little hyperactivity and uh smiles all the time like you know you know we're all in a very similar range of uh emotional frequency most of the time it's okay don't don't be fooled by some of that, um, uh, some of that shininess. Sometimes is uh, is its own protection.
0: And Getting to know ourselves for real is humbling. It's yeah. uh, humiliating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that> at times, <laughs> you know, one of the things you tell me, Kerry, when you're, um, I'm not picking on your contractions, but what the hell? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the name of this segment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you say I don't want, you, I don't like you seeing me like this. That's the main thing yeah. you tell me. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not something that I enjoy sharing. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> That's something I enjoy watching. I've 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 come to actually enjoy watching it because you have come you have become more comfortable. Maybe because I, I I'm not f- trying to fix you as much, or maybe because the topics got so vulnerable that I better not talk. Uh, <laughs> Whatever it takes, kid. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> so it's kind of it's uh, it's kind of an honor i mean i don't know kinda of
2: mm-hmm.
0: stay with it you know it is it's an honor to it's an honor you texted me the other day can you talk and i swear i thought that you texted someone else you know <laughs> <laughs> like, like she's talking to me like she wants to <laughs> talk to <laughs> me right now in this state i uh, i didn't and so that's been really cool uh it's been really nice and you've been i mean that's been the work for me it's uh I mean the benefit, the benefits of community the benefits of doing the work in community all of this is self-reliance in community for me mm. as the space like truly I mean you I mean I hold some space here for you and there some some contractions and well we, we hold space for each other but mm-hmm. I really have experienced the most unconditionally loving space that it's beyond it was beyond my imagination really and I feel like it does build some sort of a spiritual debt of sort. Not in a negative sense. But, you know, when when we hold space for each other, something happens. Something happens and there's a bond. There's a bond that... I mean, it's... I, I say it about you, mm-hmm. Carrie, because you're, the, you're the, the most intimate relationship in my life. And I have that with other people, like mm-hmm. men and women, like in the community where we... Like hold space for each other. Uh, at least they held space for me, mm-hmm. and there is a bond that just builds that gives us such freedom to be and mm-hmm. to take risks and to try our new things. And I think that's really what what the whole point of doing this work in community, or b- what the point of being a human is all about, mm. is having the space to explore having the space and the freedom to find out what it is that we love what it is that gets us giddy what excites us what turns us on what turns us off and you know gently format our life around it
2: mm.
0: and it's kind of unheard of in our, in our current structure but in indigenous structures and how we are hoping to raise our child is to give him the space to be who he is. Sometimes I think I don't talk to him enough, to our son. Hmm. Like, I'm just with him. I kind of hang out with him. Uh, there's a part of me that's like, I'm with him. I'm only going to have, like, 10 more years. Start teaching him stuff. Talk to him about important things. I don't know. I just, I just want him to know he's loved and cared for. By the way, my mom is listening. <laughs> so, it's a good place for me to vulnerable and (laughs) and say how much i appreciate this ultimate space she's been giving me Mm. i mean the only time i ever felt judged is when you said you're gonna have the baby at home (laughs) 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 still remember mom (laughs) I'm holding <laughs> on. I'm holding on to that. <laughs> no, it's for real. Like she, she, I'm one out of five kids, and she's been giving us space. I mean, there's unlimited space where other people on the outside would say that it's downright neglect or abuse, and then it's not true. It's just not true. It's, mm. f- it's, it's the
1: opposite of allowing someone to have their experience.
0: Yeah, which mm-hmm. you've been pretty good at. Pretty good at, I must say allowing me to have my experiences Mm -hmm. even when it pushes on every single wall, on every single sense of safety or security.
1: Yeah, but then that's when the self-awareness comes and that it's okay. It's very much okay to have boundaries. And then it's the communication that then brings about an understanding.
0: The the communication and the, I guess... You say... A woman, you know, she says communication. And I'm like, well, honest communication is even better. But that's the difference between her and I.
1: That's just understood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. Why
1: would you not have honest communication There's something else?
0: (laughs) Fear, fear. Fear of being uh, rejected. Fear of not feeling safe enough. Like I can't express my truth Mm -hmm. and things would still be fine. Mm -hmm. Which is a cop-out and the big picture. Mm -hmm. I've actually... I've had, I've had the most amazing experiences with you where I tell you things that in any traditional sense there's no coming back from and it, it destroys families and communities and whatnot, all my worst fears combined and it turns you on.
1: Just the honesty because I already know anyway because then it, it's just... Then that's like confidence building for me. Like...
0: Oh, well, we got—we got to repeat that <laughs> for the seven, I don't know how many millions of men are out there who may be listening one day.
1: Mm-hmm. We already know anyway.
0: <laughs> Telling the truth, expressing deep truth, especially the ones that you think that you want to take to your grave with you. Mm-hmm. Those kind of truths. Actually expressing them to your intimate relationships is at least the one at home. hmm does the exact opposite of your fo- uh, of your fears? I mean, we've gotten the most connected when I tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, well, it is that that sense of vulnerability that you are willing to be vulnerable to let me really see you, and that's that's a genuine connection. That's a like it's yeah. I mean, I guess we can have different spaces of connecting in vulnerability right and that's like
0: and that's that's how i would summarize this entire work honestly Mm -hmm. Uh, feeling safe enough to tell the truth Mm -hmm. to yourself first and then to people around you Mm
3: -hmm. and and brave enough when you don't think you feel safe enough to tell the truth and take the risk uh, you know with the proper support yeah, yeah, and ta- yeah.
1: yeah, and sometimes it's even just even about saying that you don't know, you don't know. Or you're unaware even yeah. of what it is yeah. and to have the space to for that to even be okay
0: we're saying that you do know and not being ready like mm-hmm. I, I would talk to my mom and I would tell her I told her I, 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 you know, I have this one business partner from 10 years ago that I ran away and I never looked back and I would always feel guilty and she would tell me well you're not ready you're not ready mm-hmm. yet and as it happened, I actually talked to him today on the phone. So it was a really wonderful experience. I, I, I felt like it was... It's my, my world is almost finally whole <laughs> from deep inside. Because all these connections and places where we're not telling the truth... Don't kid yourself. I know that I have. There is no such thing as inside and outside. So if there are places that we are mitigating risk, mitigating... Managing disappointment, not telling the truth, thinking that there is that we can actually manage people's perception of us—it it, 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 it's I can't even say it's bullshit. It's just it's, waste it's of time. Long. It's a waste of time. Yeah,
1: it only lasts for so long, yeah. and it's
3: cheap to begin with. I mean, it goes back to what you discovered uh, when you first started to spend time contemplative time at the beach in in, in California, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When you stuck to the discipline, regardless of, what was it, 45 minutes to, to two hours a day. And it was, wow.
0: I'm full I can't chef. believe
3: how much, I'm, I, how much time I spent explaining myself right.
0: with words and in my own mind to myself and to others. So as a takeaway from this podcast, try telling the truth just a little more often. And if it works for you, let us know. If it doesn't work for you, let us know. We'll come back uh, next week.
3: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
4: Are you concerned about epilepsy, autism, or diabetes? Are you interested in alternative treatments, the impact of health, or new therapies? Then tune in to my show, Frank About Health. I'm Frank Harrison, the host. Tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc, where you learn more about these illnesses, treatments, the social impacts, and create a dialogue with each other. That's Frank About Health, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc.
5: Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com.
4: Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at Talking Alternative.